Well, welcome to the Get Fit with Jodell podcast. I am, as usual, Jodell, and my next guest is back for a second time. I love to have guests come back on, especially those who are passionate about educating you guys, because you know that I'd only bring on people who are purpose-driven, who want to tell the truth, who want to inform the public of truths and not just hearsay. And so Matt Landman is one of those guys. He's an activist, a truth seeker, an educator. He's produced a documentary that I love called Frankenskies. And if you haven't watched that yet, it's a must. And the link will be in the show notes. So it's like required watching before you listen to this. right? <laughs> and it's free. So there's nothing wrong with that, too. And Matt is now leading a movement to protect humanity from harmful electromagnetic frequency, which you guys know I'm very passionate about. And he's very much into helping people and that's what we're going to do today we're going to give you real strategies and solutions for living in this modern world but maybe not being suffering through it and not being so affected by it so you know people are suffering suffering with many illnesses diseases and just basically feeling unwell in today's world and as a nutritionist i'll tell you that only about 20 percent of it actually has to do with our food we have bigger problems than just poor food quality and gmos we've got radio wave sickness and EHS, we've got geoengineering or weather modification and high amounts of toxic chemicals that we're exposed to daily, as well as mass amounts of social media stress and pressure to do more and be more in this society. So I want to take the time to uh, talk to Matt today about what we can do to calm down, to focus more on the more important things and to mitigate the effects of 5G and of the toxins we're exposed to so that we can live in the modern world but like I said, not be suffering through it. So Matt, welcome back. And it's always, always, always a pleasure to have you. Thank you very much for having me on a second time. Mm -hmm. And it's really nice to connect with you as well. And lovely introduction. And to quickly answer your question about how we can slow down and, you know, protect ourselves essentially by not being so stressed is really getting to know yourself. So for instance, I realized that drinking coffee is not for me. Mm -hmm. And also I realized that I need nature mm. and water is really beneficial for me. And there's a lot of things that like, there, it seems like common sense that I should have known before the age of 42, but I never really looked myself in the mirror and getting to know yourself is so important. Like maybe you need naps. <laughs> Maybe you need alone time and you didn't even realize it because you're a mom and you never get it, you know? Maybe you're allergic to bread. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> I learned that about myself recently too. And I'm like, <laughs> wait, I was eating that the whole time and now I can't even really do it. And and a lot of people listening be like, what? How can you not? But mm -hmm. it, it turns into refining your lifestyle to show up for yourself so that you can show up for the world show for others. And then again, show up for yourself more and find that balance. Yeah. That, I'm so glad you opened up with that because that is so imperative of what you just said is in order to get better, we have to know ourselves. We have to understand our bodies. We have to understand if we're doing something that doesn't resonate with us because we, we are bio individuals. So mm -hmm. something that doesn't work for one person might work for another and vice versa. So it's like to understand yourself is, yeah, that's step number one. And to also pay attention about how am I being 
being affected by my environment in so many ways. And so that's what I want to dive into today. And especially diving in first to like electromagnetic frequency and how it's affecting us. Cause there's so many people that I'm like at nauseum talking about this too, but they're like, no, it doesn't affect me. I'm like, how do you know? Like, what if your anxiety is from these exposures to 5g and Wi-Fi and Bluetooth? What if your headaches that you always get are in your car because of the Bluetooth that's in your car? What if your sleep issues are because the Wi-Fi router's right next to your bed, you know, and all of these things are people don't know. And so that's why I'm like, I'm just going to have Matt talk about it because they're hearing me say it, but they need an expert, somebody who has studied this, who has researched it, who knows that there's more to this EMF than we're giving it credit for. Yeah. So I shake my head because I have so many stories and I'm trying to just not tell all of them because <laughs> you know how that goes. And, and I've, I've got customers all the time. Like they, they don't even want to accept that even though they're customers. So they've taken that leap and they've spent mm -hmm. the money to get the silver clothing or whatever it may be. They still don't want to admit that their phone is giving off something bad that could harm them or, you know, which is, it's called radiation folks. You know, we can give it a different word if you want, let's call it EMF. You know, I took that word EMF to Asia when I was trying to figure this out at first, and they had no idea what I was talking about. They call it radiation, just like radiation off of a nuclear power plant. Right. Because yeah. they give it one word. We sugarcoat it over here. <clears throat> and I love that you resonated with what I said, because some people will spend maybe an hour. Okay, for instance, imagine that you work underneath a cell tower. For, from nine to five and you go home and then you can't sleep or you're edgy or you're whatever it may be. There's some brain fog, whatever it may be. I have a woman who she asked me, she wanted to pay me for an EMF analysis. I came over to her house and we started, you know, downstairs and I'm looking at the Roku thing on her, everything. I'm doing all this stuff. And we, we have all this nice intellectual conversation. We go up to her bedroom and, and God bless her. <laughs> the the wi-fi router is right next to her bed like yeah. i'm talking um three feet and i'm showing her look distance is your friend and you don't have distance and this thing is over the off the charts like and, and she got it because downstairs it was like a one and upstairs it's a 60 and she's like what it's 60 times that and i'm like yes because <laughs> the because the meter the emf meter it helps so much because it shows people the thing that's invisible right and what how does your phone download videos and do these things it's not magic it is connecting and transferring globs of data information things that um disrupt your cells and if you could see it with your eyes you'd be like oh i'm gonna go in the other room while this downloads you mm -hmm. know what i mean if you could see it with your eyes, yeah. you know? And so my EMF meter, um, God bless it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it has a sound thing on it too. And you can, you can hear the, like the different waves and stuff. And so people see the red, green light and the numbers. So it's colors, numbers and sound. And it's really impactful. I've had people be like, oh, I've got to take this and show my other family members. And this woman, she says, okay, I'm going to, you know, at least move the Wi-Fi router into the other room, you know, not have it in my sleeping environment. And I'm like, look, you don't have to be, because everyone 
is afraid of what you're going to say. You're going to shame them because they're not knowledgeable. No, look, I, I slept with a Wi-Fi router in my bedroom growing up. I didn't know either. Okay. Under my bed, under yeah. my bed. When I was infertile, it was under my bed. Okay. <laughs> but we can grow and knowledge is power. Yeah. And sorry, the company that's putting it in your bedroom is not going to say, maybe this has negative side effects, mm-hmm. but it does. And, you know, some people, they can feel it in their hand and then they get my texting gloves or whatever, or they, whatever it may be. And they see that there's a difference because you can put that silver barrier in between or whatever. I'm not trying to like sell that. I'm just saying that there's so many instances where people don't realize it. And then they grasp it finally like, oh, well, I do get heart palpitations when I am underneath that cell tower, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever it may be. Some people don't get it. And all they need is that little, that little kind of push. Like my story is I was a fatty. My, I grew up in um, Virginia in Northern Virginia. And I had, I worked with a bunch of El Salvadorians and they asked me in broken English when the baby would be due because I had a beer belly because I drank so much and I was so unhealthy and I had rabid heartburn, really bad heartburn from drinking beer and smoking menthol cigarettes um, and being, you know, like 18, 19, 20 and stuff like that. This is a long time ago now. But um, I started to slowly learn myself oh, if I don't eat the greasy bacon, I don't get the heartburn, right? And I started to slowly but surely ask around about things. And someone said to me, a friend's sister, she said, well, I read ingredients. And if I don't, if I can't read it, I don't eat it. And I'm like, ingredients? I didn't know there was ingredients. (laughs) I graduated from uh, Virginia Tech, okay? And I had (laughs) all this debt. I had a bachelor's of science in marketing management. And I could be running your business. I didn't know there's ingredients in the back of effing food. My parents (laughs) never told me like, sorry, like I didn't know. I mean, I didn't really come from a processed environment necessarily world. I mean, still we did have soda a little bit, but Sprite, not Coke, but anyways, it doesn't even matter. (laughs) The point being, all I needed was that little nudge. Okay. I started reading the ingredients. I started realizing, Oh, that makes me feel this way. I started really tuning into my body. And now I know if I eat um, certain oils, they're they're rancid and I get sick. I do. I get sick that night. It's heartburn or indigestion or other things that we don't need to go into. But it's like I do respond. And it's because I've refined my body and whatnot. And some people respond and they don't even realize like, oh, something got me sick. No, trace it back. Was it the chicken wings? Was it what it was fried in? Was it, you know, don't just brush it off. Get in tune with your body and along as well as your kids. Like some people have different allergies and whatever it may be, you know, but my point being is we all can play the part of giving that gentle nudge and it can be, and it is EMF radiation folks, because what's happening in our world is we're in a soup of it and it's more and more way more than it was last week like way more than it was when we were kids and our children and whatever that's getting more and more all the time and we have to see what that is the blue light the the sleeplessness a lot of these things like depression okay like if we look up teen suicide rates and we're all responsible for this this is like it takes a village everyone it's like oh i'm not a parent or oh my kids are only five there's all these excuses Okay. It takes a village. Guess what? I'm not a parent. 
and I do the freaking work, okay, mm -hmm. on educating and trying to raise the awareness and the best way I see fit, which is meeting them on their level. You can't mm -hmm. come to your friends, family, and peers like a spaz. You know how to approach them and how to lay the information and plant the seeds with the grandmother and differently with the coworker and differently with the neighbor and all that sort of stuff. But they all are walking around with cell phones in their back pocket, you know, and those things are getting turned up and now it's 5G and people don't even understand what it is. 5G, those little phones are now little cell towers. It's yeah. not the same as 4G. It's not the same. Right. It's pushing all the signal all around. It's exponentially more. I can't even say like a hundred times more radiation because I've learned this. It's a new form of radiation. It's completely different. So yeah, it's like a hundred times more radiation than 4G. Sure. But it's, it's not even the same. It's a different yeah. bandwidth, a different carrier wave. It's sm so small mm -hmm. that it absorbs into stuff, including us. Mm -hmm. And really, if you knew the details and sat down and got yourself fully educated, not to be condescending. This is, this is not no ego. I'm throwing right. the ego out the window. Come on, people. I'm just yeah. meeting you with love, love yeah. for the win here. If you really it. got educated, fill the word educated with something else. If you got knowledgeable on this subject, you would not walk around in it, with it in your pocket. Absolutely. You would, you would limit it. You would be like, oh, I've had that in my pocket all day. I'm going to put that over there. You mm -hmm. would no, if you could see the radiation, if you had the right eyes or wore the goggles, you would put that thing in the other room, I promise you. <laughs> you would, because distance yeah. is your friend. Yeah. Distance is your friend on these things, and people don't grasp that. And people are like, oh, no, I'm going to soup of my Wi-Fi neighbors, this and that. No, those things are a block away. Just because mm -hmm. you can maybe pick it up on your phone doesn't mean it's getting you. Okay. Mm -hmm. So there's these big differences and these big educational things. And one thing that I really want people to grasp is this A to B. <clears throat> okay. Your, your Wi-Fi router or someone else's Wi-Fi router, let's just get, or the coffee shop's Wi-Fi router, whatever it is, that's A. Mm -hmm. And the device is B. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you're going to get your device. It's your phone, your dishwasher, your tablet, your child's mm -hmm. tablet, Ugh. you know, your iPad, your child's iPad, mm -hmm. your, your, your um, laptop, laptop in your lap. Okay. Yeah. You can turn the Wi-Fi on and off. Mm -hmm. You have that option. It's the same with Bluetooth. You can, it's A to B. You can yeah. turn this field on and off, but if it's connecting to the Wi-Fi router, say you're in your bedroom and the Wi-Fi router is in your basement and you're connected, then if you could see it, there'd be a big glowing ball of radiation around your device for sure it, and it's connecting all the way down to the other big glowing ball of radiation with light it's like shooting light in between if you're in between it's not that big a deal but if you're right next to the devices that are cranking out the connection there's a connection between the two a to b i don't know how better to explain it That's um, perfect. <laughs> so there's a cell tower as well so say there's a cell tower a block away yeah. okay people are hitting me up all the time with questions because they're not knowledgeable on the subject and they think that i'm like so knowledgeable i'm not an electrical engineer i just have done a little bit of research on this stuff and i know because i got myself an emf meter and became an activist on the subject you know basically mm -hmm. the cell tower a block away from your house it's not the end of the world you know what's the end of the world your phone connecting to it all the time a Correct. to b so your phone is this big ball of radiation inviting that signal in saying here come in here me me me, me. <laughs> you could see it with the goggles 
or if you could feel it like I can feel it because I'm slightly sensitive now because oh, of my life story mm -hmm. you know that's how I got into it is I got sensitive to it and then I realized that it's a thing you know it's a lot of people's journey they get they learn about something the hard way and they become a healer or whatever it may be you know that's life experience you know so if you just put your phone on airplane mode or turn your device's wi-fi off or unplug the wi-fi router which is the a or the b then you don't have this connection you don't have this soup that you're in and you can mitigate and and don't have you don't have it you can like lessen it so what I recommended to the woman the other day is I said, you know, you can put this Wi-Fi router in another room. Did you know you can put it on a timer? So at like midnight, it just turns off and it turns back on at 6 a.m. And then it's off when you're sleeping. People don't know these things. There's also adapters that you can get when you have Ethernet that you can come, make, come out of your landlines. And she's got landlines all up in her house. And she didn't know that. There's little bits of education that make it really easy, way easier than you would imagine. Like one thing I want to say is I have everything you could imagine that's on the internet um, from Telegram to BitChute to Facebook with 70,000 followers. And um, I do these things and I have an internet business and I have a big Instagram and I do internet like crazy. I don't expose myself to any wireless radiation unless I go to a coffee shop or I'm hanging out with a friend who pulls up their phone or something and I'm around it then. But in my world, in my day-to-day -day space, I do all this interneting. I don't do any radiation, zero. So people, other people can, can do this. You can mm -hmm. mitigate. You don't have to be exposed to it. People are like, how could you possibly? I do it. Mm -hmm. You know, you can get a, a Garmin GPS in your car. And I've done the meter on that. Like that thing's not even putting off radiation. So you've got your little maps if that's what you're scared of. Because people have all these fear things that pop up in their heads, you know? So that tangent was a bit long, but yeah, people, please recognize what your phone is and at least don't sleep with it. This is not a sales pitch. Put that phone on airplane mode. There's even on like, I know on the iPhones now, there's another mode that I just, someone just showed me, which is like um, privacy mode or something like that, which is even more than airplane mode, which other things get killed because there's, other track things that are going on during airplane mode, I guess. And there's a deeper privacy thing on iPhones I've now seen. And that's interesting. Turn your Bluetooth off. If, you're, yeah. if your phone is sitting there connecting to your Bluetooth all the time and you're not using it, then that's pointless A to B radiation. Yeah. Same with the Wi-Fi. Also the Bluetooth headphones, I'm just going to say this and then <laughs> you can ask me, we can talk more about other stuff. Or you're reading my mind. Go for it. <laughs> these look at what i've got here these are very old school there's like foam and right. i love them and it gets the job done <laughs> these these bluetooth headphones that maybe look cool because they're stylish or something they don't i think they don't look cool i don't think they look but <laughs> thank you and you're a nice attractive woman i'm just a dude you know like <laughs> there's there's a, believe me, you all, there's attractive women out there that do not think it looks cool. It's not cool. It's not as cool as you think. True. Yep. And when you get the knowledge, which is these things interact with one another through mm -hmm. your brain, they send signals through your brain, like zoop, 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 zoop. Yeah. Your brain is now like this interface for frequency being gone through. And it's 
it's really experimental. Like who's going to get the brain tumors first and whatnot. And you oh don't want to be part yeah. of that experiment. I'm sorry. Especially if you're a teenager and stuff like be cool and don't have it. And there, there are cool kids that are, are adopting, not like um, all of the tech, which is rad. I love that. But I will say that in the town that I live in, I live in Ashland, Oregon, which is on the Northern California, Oregon, Southern California border. It's a cool little college town. My basketball court that I go to all the time in the past couple of years, it's gone from, or the past three years, it's gone from like, I used to have to wait to play basketball. Now I'm the only one out there on the court. Usually yeah. I'm like alone. And I see kids out there on iPads and they're in the, sh they're like under like the shade and the iPad, it's a beautiful day. And I like coerce kids, I get them to play with me and stuff. And I'd have games we play sometimes but oftentimes i'm just alone on this basketball court that used to be packed and it's only took taken a few years and i know what happened people got locked down the parents had no choice but to well no choice a lot of parents felt like they had no choice but to put their kids in front of the screen and devices mm -hmm. which you know not everyone did that where i live some family started cool farm community schools and the kids did not get Put on the devices this is all excuses like these devices didn't exist when i was growing up and you know i was outside learning about bugs and having fun and playing flashlight right. tag and all these things right. you, i could talk about it forever i grew up with lightning bugs and all these cool things oh. so anyways i love nature and that's probably one reason why i love to like fight for human you know what's good in the natural world and not this tech driven society because of the upbringing that i had because i have this reverence for it all and it's easy to find because we're natural beings. We're beings of nature, you know, like this, this artificial, like become tech and metaverse and all that stuff. It's, it's unnatural and we're bound to reject it if we're just shown the light. And we can also talk about how the 15 minute cities and all that, that's not natural. Yeah. And that's just a, a play too towards technology. But yeah, these, these headphones are not good for you all people and it's emf radiation like right next to your head now mm. if you get a cell phone and i know people trust the cell phone companies that's great go look in the fine print it says don't hold it to your head yeah. it says we recommend you hold it not up to your head like uh, it says like a centimeter or something is a safe distance i don't know exactly which phone is what every phone has a sars sars rating right and that is um how much radiation it puts off. And so each one will say how, what the best distance is. They don't want you holding it right to your ear. Now, where are those headphones? They're in your ear and they're emitting radiation, oh man. Gosh, like, yeah. let's have some common sense. You don't want that. That's like sticking your head inside a microwave. Right. You don't want to be doing that. And, you know, people long-term have brain fog and cognitive this and that and Alzheimer's and all this. And like, check this out. EMF fields make it so that your blood brain barrier absorbs, like it gets more permeable. Okay. Navy research, research studies have proven this thousand times over. Mm -hmm. So if you put an EMF field right up around your brain, then scientifically science, okay. You are absorbing more heavy metals and toxins from your environment. Correct. All right. So that leads to Alzheimer's and things like that. Cause and dementia. 
right? So it's like you want to keep your EMF fields not right up in your brain. Like you don't want these headphones. Like I don't care if they cost you a couple hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Throw them away, take a photo, put it on TikTok. You know, like there's all these sorts of like throw them in the trash challenges. You can be cool on the other side of the fence. We live in duality. It's up to you. The choice mm-hmm. is yours. <laughs> Oh my Seriously. gosh. You know I love I mean? it. I love it. I love everything you said because people don't think about not now, not only are you holding something up to your head, it's in your head. Like you said, like they've got, and plus they look like aliens, like walking around with these little white things coming out of their ears. I don't feel comfortable talking to people that have these things in because a, I don't feel like they're listening to me, whatever they have the ear things on for. I'm like, why do you still have those in when you're carrying on a conversation with me? And B, it's like, it doesn't look natural. It looks like we live in a world of aliens with this technology sticking out of their head. I never liked like the Bluetooth headpieces that like attach to your like eyeglasses and around your ear. But now we've gone a step further than that. Now it's in your ear. And that's what what you just said is so important is like, let's just go ahead and put it in our head, you know? And this is the most important organ in your body is your brain. And we have a chronic epidemic if you want of people that have migraines and headaches and how much of it has to do with like yeah are you hydrated fine but how much of it has to do with you wear these little air pods all day long or your car ha- is emitting bluetooth your little jbl speakers emitting bluetooth your little alexa is emitting bluetooth and we're swimming like you said in the sea of emf radiation so it's like time like what we talked about at the beginning for people to step back and go all right, let's assess the situation. How much am I exposed to this? Because I want you guys to, like he said, imagine the little laser beams coming off of all this. How much of your body is exposed to laser beams? Because that is the radiation that's no different than if you go and you get x-rays while you're sitting in the dentist chair and they don't put the little you know, thing on you that protects you from the radiation. Okay, are you comfortable with that? Do you wanna go sit in the dentist chair and have them take your pictures without the little thing? Because that's what we're doing day in and day out. And like you said, now we have this in our pocket against our body, not just in our environment, but all on our body at the same time. So we wonder why we have blood sugar issues. We wonder why we're chronically fatigued. We wonder why everybody you know is getting cancer and why everybody is low dopamine and has low moods and they're not motivated. What if it is all of this and it's not really about the food? So that's why, yes, what you said is so important. We need to become aware of our environment. And later I want to touch on too um, the aspect of maybe getting a Wi-Fi meter or an EMF meter for people to just go ahead and explore their environments and go, you know what, let me see. Let me see what the dirty electricity in my wall where my head sleeps every night is the reason why I'm waking up three and four and five times a night. You know, so this, this kind of stuff is really important, but sadly, like you said too, the more I talk to people about it, they're vested in these devices and it's hard to pry them out of their hands (laughs) because we live in this society where everything is done on this little rectangle. But maybe if we could step back and see what damage this little rectangle is doing to us, we would only use it for the purpose of, you know, communication or plug it into some sort of auxiliary port that connects to a landline instead of the radiation, like what you were mentioning. Now, as far as like wearable tech, I saw you had a blog post about wearable tech too, because it's not just the AirPods. What about the little Apple watches? What about the Fitbits? What about the Aura rings? What about the, all the things that we have attached to our body at any given time? where we're like these little robot mechanisms that have to always track our data. Like, where did that come from? <laughs> yeah, my answer to that is slippery slope. 
Okay. And it's like, yes, it's very bad, but also it's leading to this acceptance of having technology like on us and inserted into us unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. And earlier when you mentioned the earbuds and not feeling comfortable connecting with people, our power lies in connection. Yeah. We are human, natural beings. I even made the sticker. It's a heart and it says human for, it says that the heart has like, a, it's like a real physical and anatomic heart and mm-hmm. tattooed in it. It says human for life. Aww. And like literally, like you won't see me getting any implants and I hope that no one else will, but they want to trick people into this, like digitize your consciousness for, because of fear, fear of death. Um, become cy- part cyborg be- to go to Mars or something through some Elon Musk, like total like hype thing, or, you know, be cool like a celebrity or whatever it may be. But at the end of the day, we connect as natural beings, like through like heart, like, People don't realize it. And that's another thing about understanding yourself and who you are and what you are, your natural being. Mm -hmm. And like, and one thing that I challenge people to do is spend time alone. Also identify with like, did that full moon keep me up? Did I feel weird because of that? Because a lot of people can't even grasp that like different astrology things can impact them. And I know that's a little off tangent but different things make you feel different and i want to say the reason why we absorb the radiation is it's it's light waves that we cannot see it's just light on a different spectrum different than the light that we see from light bulbs and our bodies our skin cells and everything our skin it has an endocrine system that's designed to absorb light we 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 absorb light to set our circadian clock to absorb the vitamins from the sun and all this sort of stuff. So we're designed to absorb it. So if that Wi-Fi router is right there, we're designed to absorb that light. And then our bodies think that it's noon, that it's bright light. So imagine that Wi-Fi router is in your bedroom and your body's being told it's noon, it's bright light, it's bright light, it's bright light. You can't get your circadian clock down and you get depressed because the melatonin, serotonin, all these things are developed in the middle of the night. Your body's never told that it's middle of the night. And then you start to, you know, slowly have these issues. I don't hardly even know anybody that can't go on without caffeine. It's mm. be- And I think a lot of it is because we are lethargic and have this fog and are dragged down because of this, you know, I'm not going to say it's, a, it's all that, you know, because that scares people off but there's if we addressed all the things and toxins in our environment and then we wouldn't even need caffeine you know what i mean Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah because our cells talk to each other that that communication you mentioned doesn't just happen between you and i it it happens with we're made of trillions of cells and they're all communicating with little hormones and neurotransmitters and all these little messages but guess what intercepts those is that radiation that we're exposed to that cross you know, cross crosses it and goes, nope, I'm going to send you this signal instead. And it, it, it throws off our energy. It throws off our mitochondria. It throws off our, our, even our mineral status to where we don't feel good. And maybe just maybe those people that are listening that are like, I always don't feel good, or I'm always tired, no matter if I sleep good or not, I just feel like this low grade chronic fatigue. What if it's not something's wrong with you? What if it's your environment and what you're exposing yourself to daily? And what if 
you mitigated some of that and your energy came back and you grounded yourself and you got in water. Like you mentioned earlier, you, you have a need for getting in water. What, how good do you feel when you take a dip in the ocean, you know, or you take a dip in a, in a nice calm lake or a river, you know, you feel well, there's revitalized. An exchange. There's an exchange there. And that's another thing about knowing yourself. And I wanted to touch back on there's There's a heart field in this connection with others that I've started to notice and it's more with more people and realizing that you can see why it's so less powerful to do things online and so much more powerful to connect with people in person without yeah. technology and to set yeah. aside that tech the tech and then also what tech does with electricity and all that is we get this buildup of like positive ions and dirty yeah. electricity yeah. and then when we get in the water it's a flip and we get this balanced and we get the negative ions right. and we shed the dirty electricity and we get grounded. And then if you start to seriously notice it, because I've noticed it, I've been like off on days and I just even splash water on me and I'm like, wow, water mm -hmm. does a huge difference. Or I take a shower or jump in that lake. Yes, for sure. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you see who you are, which is like a very sensitive, you know, spiritual, natural being. And if you're that sensitive, then this device, you know, that you're around so much, once you detox from it, is it's actually really powerful when you detox from it and you bring it back into your life, then you can see what it, it truly does. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so touching on the meters though, so that people will start to look into their environment. I know you had a blog post too on um, finding the right EMF meter. Okay, and let's talk about those to... and minerals while okay. we're at it. Yes. Because before just now, when we I mentioned how we can protect ourselves. <clears throat> okay, so we're, we're beings made of minerals. And we don't realize that we burn through and I know I might have talked about this on your last show, but it's okay. It's been over a year. So mm -hmm. we burn through about 104 um, over 100 minerals every day. And it's a whole list of minerals. And these minerals are not in all of the soil. It's not in our food. If we're lucky, we're getting a handful of minerals, you know, good bioavailable minerals in a day, you know, we're not getting um, dozens and we're not getting a hundred, you know, but sure. we need this like 104 each day, mm -hmm. right? I've learned that EMF radiation it actually depletes our body of zinc. Okay. And then too much of that looks like a cold. And then we end up, you know, getting sick from too much EMF radiation. And mm -hmm. we even like have show these detox symptoms from it. And minerals are so clutch. It's immensely important mineralization. So when our bodies are demineralized and not up to speed on the minerals, we act differently. We're lethargic and we're dragged down and we're trying to get our minerals from our toxic environment for one. And then we're being hit. Okay. So I have to take a pause. So there's all these things going on. There's chemtrails and please, yes, frankenskies.com. Please watch the movie Frankenskies. It's a great documentary yeah. and you have to know the world that you live in to understand what I even mean about these minerals and all this stuff. And then like our water and the EMF and our food and all this stuff, how daunting that is that we have these attacks on so many levels and why on so many levels and why the why should full circle come back to each and every one of us to realize that we are so powerful that they fear us. Who's they don't let that trigger you. The powers that be the ones that want to keep you down, they're pulling out all the stops because they fear your potential. Mm -hmm. 
because when you learn how powerful you are, you're unstoppable. Like that, everyone has to take that away from the show. Okay. So don't let fear get in the way of any of it. Like hold on to truth and ride that frequency of truth to all these higher vibration realizations, especially empowerment of self and knowledge of self. And then even, you know, even deeper stuff, but it starts with mineralization. So <laughs> minerals are very important. And when you don't have all the minerals processing, we're electrical beings. Imagine this yeah. intricate nervous system. I went in my twenties to the bodies exhibit. If you've ever yeah, not been, I, I recommend yeah. so cool. Yeah. I mean, weird and wild and very amazing and cool. And to see like, okay, I, I did the public education system. They said like Fairfax County is like right outside of DC. They said it was like one of the best public education systems. I didn't take anatomy and all that schooling, you know, or farming or anything. And you know what? If they really were the best public education system, I would have gotten out of there knowing a little bit about like where the freaking organs in my body are at least, you know, and the circulatory system, the nervous system, the nervous system is unbelievable. And it yeah. is electrical, you all. Mm -hmm. It's based on electricity and EMF yeah. stands for electromagnetic frequencies. Yeah. And so start to put two and two together. Like we are very much electrical beings all the way down to our cells. And we operate on conductivity and minerals. And it's no wonder why we need and burn through 104 minerals every day. And some of these minerals are what gold and selenium and copper and even aluminum. And you're like, wait, aluminum is good in a bioavailable plant form. Our body uses it, but not in a heavy metal toxic version, right. like the ones in the inoculations or in the deodorants or in the chemtrails and latida. There's a difference between bioavailable plant version of things. Yeah. Okay. And a lot of people, when they get their minerals, they think, and I've met old people that have their joints and they're all calcified and they are explaining to me, don't take the minerals that are not plant-based because they're just eating rocks and your joints get calcified and stuff. Yeah. And, and it's important because we're not built to absorb rocks like this zeolite and all these things that are like pitched as like detoxifiers, um, the diatomaceous and all these things. It's, it's all right. And in very small bits, but a lot of these minerals that people take they're rocks. So I don't, I don't think the necessarily like taking like the mineral pitch, um, it doesn't really matter, but I, anything that's not plant-based. So I'm learning that you can take the minerals and give them in the soil to the plants and the plants can absorb them. And then your plants have the minerals in them and then you can feed that to the animals or yourself. And then you can get the minerals that way. But taking in like diatomaceous earth, there's like, these are calcified diatoms, these little ancient, these, this is just, your body's not absorbing it. Okay. Mm -hmm. What your body can absorb. What I take every day is CMOS. I take um, these CMOS um, supplements that it's, um, a plant, which makes it bioavailable because it's a plant and we can absorb plants yeah. and the sea moss by itself, which is a very intense plant to even get used to. It's like dried up and, and, um, you got to learn about it. I get it in a pill form, all dry, all ground up, but it's like, it's like a seaweed. It's very dense, very mineral rich. Um, I liken it to even like caviar or something or organ meat it's so dense and mineral rich and your body has to get used to it some people you know it takes time for them to even be able to absorb it and 
that has like 90 bioavailable minerals in it. It's like gangbusters and it doesn't throw your body out of ketosis. So you can do it while fasting. And I learned about it from Dr. Sebi, rest in peace, who I recommend everyone learned about who put me on a pH and body chemistry and all this stuff. Um, S E B I a tall Honduran black man who cured a lot of people through pH and diet and diets, everything. Mm -hmm. And so the pills that I take are um, the CMOS mixed with bladderwrack and burdock. And it's on Amazon. There's all sorts of brands and I get them organic and wildcrafted often. And I mix it up and I try to, I take different brands to see how my body feels. My body loves it. I think it's because I'm highly mineral deficient. And so my body's like, oh, wow, you're getting 104 freaking minerals. This feels like coffee sometimes to me, you know? And the reason why it's mixed with the um, the other things, the Irish sea moss mixed with bladderwrack and burdock, which is a root and a root vegetable and another seaweed, is yeah. that combined is um, has the iron that you need and all the other minerals that you need to get the 104 bioavailable minerals that you would need on a daily basis. So then if you're getting all of the minerals that you need on a daily basis, then you're up to speed on what your body wants to burn through and you're not super mineral deficient and you're not trying to grab it from your environment, which is often toxic. So you're not absorbing the aluminum from the chemtrails and or the radioactive strontium from the chemtrails and and absorbing them into your bones, hoping that that's the calcium that you need. You're up to speed on the calcium and you're not absorbing these toxins from your toxic environment. Also, the EMF field is not impacting you as much because you're up to, you know, you're, you're basically defending yourself by, you know, okay, so there's this thing when um, everyone was getting sick a couple of years and all these different people started coming out with this whole terrain theory and all this stuff. It's so important to grasp how powerful we are. That's why our music, our food, our water, our clothing, our, our air, everything's under attack because if we could grasp that we are untouchable, right? Then we would honor like what we put on our body and the media that we put into our eyes and every single thing. Because if we really knew, then we wouldn't, you know, walk around with a 5G phone in our pocket all the time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and stuff and things, you know, aspartame and all these things that bog us down. And then we feel sick. You know, um, my mom, she oftentimes gets congested and I was telling her all the time, you know, you're going to beat that cold, take the CMOS. She's like, there's no way, no way. She thought I could, I could hear her thoughts, you know, like she goes, she likes the allopathic, you know, doctors and all that. God bless her. And she started taking the CMOS and she says, Matt, right when I get congested, cause it dries up mucus. It's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. And a part of what it does is um, the sea moss is grown in the ocean. It's got this um, negative charge to it where it, um, the ions alone, like the way that it's charged, it can attract toxins and it's, it's amazing. It's gangbusters. And that alone is so empowering just to grasp. You're grasping why it's important, what it does, like what's in it like how your body's reacting. Like if you can just wrap your head around this and then throw those synthetic vitamins in the trash, you can pretty much throw a lot of that stuff in the trash. Um, I think that uh, as I started learning about enzymes, 
I started like just, you know, there's so many things, for instance, fruit juice, there's this layer of information that now my body does not like fruit juice that's been pasteurized Mm -hmm. because your body wants to have that digestive enzyme accompanying the food that you eat so that it knows how to process it and absorb it and make it bioavailable and absorb those minerals and vitamins and stuff. You can't really absorb it without that enzyme. The enzyme is like this lock and key that explains to your body how to absorb the thing that you're eating. And when it's pasteurized, that enzyme gets broken down and busted up and morphed and warped and killed. And your body doesn't have that enzyme. And then your pancreas has to figure out how to make its own enzyme to replicate that enzyme that was there if it hadn't been boiled you know and these things are so simple it's like wait a second why does fresh squeezed orange juice and pasteurized orange juice why is it so much different for me why does it feel different why do i feel take why is it why is it so much different and then you start to learn and then milk same thing i i'm like pretty much lactose intolerant but then i'm not because i started learning about oh man we have to talk about this so i started really quick i started getting dairy from um, amish farms and what i learned is the clean dairy acts as a lipid toxin removal system Mm -hmm. so the lipids are so clean because the amish cows are not um, inoculated at all they don't have any of that stuff right and then also it's not pasteurized and it's raw mm-hmm. and it's the opposite of the really bad um milk or whatever that you get that has all the toxins in it that has pulled the toxins from the cow it yeah. gets in your body clean and it pulls the toxins out of you right yep. and it's it's really amazing i've learned so much about that and my body can digest it which i never thought i could ever eat dairy ever again and so it's like wait a second so we're gonna do the pe- coke pepsi challenge which comparing the two is not I mean, it's like um, wheatgrass and Budweiser challenge. We've got regular old milk that I used to drink growing up, 2%. 2% of what we had in the fridge because, you know, skim milk will, is too skinny and the other stuff will make you fat, whatever. It's like marketing, right? 2% milk, what I used to grow up drinking, which is would totally make me ill compared to um, grass-fed, unpasteurized, raw Amish, which doesn't have these toxins in it for sure and it's literally like a curative it's making oh. me feel good and pulling toxins out and yeah. giving me all these fats that i need and all this stuff the other one makes me ill yeah. side by side they're not even the same thing and i had to learn this through knowing myself knowing my body mm-hmm. and you know feeling it all out and 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 also refining my body and like once i got my body um i like to do saunas a lot I do intermittent fasting and also sometimes I'll do a fast for like 48 hours or something, but the intermittent fasting has been, I love it. Like I'll go until if I can go until like 5 PM and then eat like fruit and then eat like a crazy big meal, then I'm feeling really, really good. And I can, I can make the fast prolonged by taking the CMOS. It doesn't throw you out of the fast, which is breaking ketosis or whatever. So mm-hmm. by, by refining my body now, if I take in toxins, my body just like knows. Like I can, I either get sick or like I'll even get like a, bl- a zit in my nose. Like I get, I get sick from certain things and my body just has refined itself. But I think that if you are eating McDonald's every day and then you go and eat, you know, Burger King, you're not going to get sick, mm-hmm. right? Because your body's accustomed to it and has, um, 
it's got it's it's used to the toxins your body can right. you can adjust your body to anything which yeah. is a, it's like a fine tunable machine and that's how we adapt mm-hmm. to having a wi-fi router next to our beds at night mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but also the woman who came to me she asked me for the help because she had brain fog and i'm like sister you're like getting my clothing and like asking asking these questions and this thing is three feet from your head as you sleep like we got the brain fog covered trust me and she's like oh god bless you matt and i'm like god bless this emf meter so the, so the emf meter. so there's a lot of different types of emf meters out there and it seems very daunting i know um the things that people need to know are one you want to get a meter that's expensive <laughs> Sorry, because it has what's called um, a field measurement, which is X, Y, Z, which is X, Y, and Z on the um, plane of coordinates, you know, and so it measures the field, like the cloud and not just a linear because the cheap ones that you can get for like 40 bucks, it's just shooting a line and measuring the EMF or whatever it can hit. And it's not a very accurate measurement. Like if you point it the right way, you can get a zero reading and it's not accurate. The XYZ grasps what's really going on, which it's light, you know, and the light's got to be measured accurately. And so if you end up spending like 150 bucks, you can end up getting something decent. The best one you can get, is like 500, but you can end up with something pretty decent for like a couple hundred dollars. And there's so many different brands. And I've got a, a blog on my website, um, Sparrow, S-P-E-R-O, gear.com. We've got a little blog on there. And on there, we explain the meters and why and what and stuff like that. But basically, you get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. So if you spend, you got you to gotta make the little investment. But then you have something super cool. And you can drive around with it in your car and show your friends. And it's quite the investment. I mean... I've, I've, I've got so many metaphors about people and money and stuff, but people have no problem going to Starbucks and dropping eight bucks. But when they, when their eggs are like a dollar more, cause they're really organic and healthy, they'll like complain and the eggs are going to feed you for like a freaking week. It's like the priorities. Okay. So, you know, save up if you have to, or go in on it with a neighbor, whatever, but, but it's so nice to know. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, wow this wearable device and yes the wearable devices no they're not good they're throwing off your whole system your electrical your whole system is electrical touch your hand touch your hand okay there's electrical synapses going from that from that feeling all the way up to your brain and and like the more that you fry yourself you're literally numbing yourself to the world and that's what they want and everyone's triggered by the they but it's like people want to control you they Mm. want to sell you stuff whatever it is they're greedy and it's like we want our sovereignty and our individuality and our and the truth you know and we can hone in on that by not being technological experiments and what have you you know just unplug these things um some people will adopt it you'll go into their houses and they'll have um internet of things everything alexa this baby monitors and this and that and some and you know we have to give them grace as well because they are still human and maybe in time we can show them the way in certain ways maybe just they need to be mineralized if they're going to be living in that environment and and show them how to eat healthy because that resonates with everyone you know eating healthy 
I mean, some people it doesn't because it sounds like not eating like things that don't taste good, but healthy food tastes really good. So that's that. And then as far as the meters go, um, there's different ones to measure the the dirty electricity coming off of your outlets. Okay, that gets a little more complicated, right? Suffice it to say, there's dirty electricity coming off your outlets a little bit. And distance is your friend. So if your bed is right next to it, pull it away a foot. Distance is your friend when it comes to that. Yeah. Big time. And the EMF, distance is your friend just the same. There's this thing called the inverse square law, and it applies to light and sound. And EMF radiation is is light. It's just light on a different spectrum that we cannot see. And so as you get further away from it, it's like a crying baby. As you get further away in the next room, it's not even impactful. So it's it exponentially falls off. You can see it with the meter. As you step away from the cell phone or step away from the whatever, it falls off exponentially. Um, it's like if you're next to the Wi-Fi router, it's like a sun and the sun is giving you sunburn, literally. Yeah. But as you step away, you're not getting burned by it because it's not as, as bright, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think you and I were separated at birth because we <laughs> the same. I From our last podcast, we were the, were the same age. I went to the bodies exhibit and felt the same as you. It was like, why didn't they teach me this in school? And then hearing you talk about like the, just the, thinking outside the box it's like yeah you get it and i wish other people would get it because it's not rocket science but we're doing a lot of things in our society that are not native to the human body they're non-native devices they're non-native exposures and so the closer we get back to nature and the closer we get back to native things that humans have always done like be outside in the sun on the earth you know touch the earth touch water these are native things. And it, sometimes in order to do those things, you have to leave the devices inside. Mm-hmm. I was just talking to a group of people yesterday about having daily reflection or daily quiet time. And you can't do that with all the noise in your hand, whether it's EMF noise or the feed, the constant feed, leave that inside, go outside and just see if you can sit and watch a cloud go by. See if you can sit and listen to the birds, see if you can sit with your feet in water and, and just hear and feel and do nothing because a lot of people can't do that and that's an issue like you should be able to do that we should be able to lay on a blanket and make shapes out of the clouds like we did when we were little you know and watch fireflies and lightning bugs like you said when you were little i used to love doing that and still do but a lot of people don't even know that there's lightning bugs out there <laughs> so be present. because they're inside looking at these blue lit devices so we mm. really that's One of the biggest takeaways I want for people listening to this is to like think back to natural living rather than these non-native habits that we've gotten into. Now we're getting close on time. So I want to touch on a few things. Do you have like one, one meter that you use and that you love, and then we'll move on to the next topic. Yeah. Acoustometer, A-C-O-U-S-T, acoustometer. It's like the best one and you can get on Amazon. Um, and it's pretty expensive, but it shows the volts and the, it shows the electricity, the dirty electricity and the, um, uh, EMF, the, um, Watts per meter squared or whatever it is. And, um, the two side by side is perfect. And then it shows when it caps and stuff. And I mean, like how it, when it peaks and it gives you a little number reading and they're the best and they're the tri field. They measure like the three way and it's like a little easy handheld thing. Um, one thing to note about what you said about 
all of what you said is firstly, being present with people and connect, connecting with people. It's a, it's something with is very important to be able oh. to have a conversation and actually be able to listen and have a conversation and not just be listening to reply and to interrupt. Okay. Cause no <laughs> one can even have a conversation anymore because of their feed and their, their gadgets and how they're like the center of attention on the device. So they have to, you know, like, Oh wait, but I got something to say or something. It's like, just calm down and have a conversation mm-hmm. is very mm-hmm. important. And one thing that I just realized is there's so much to learn out in the natural world and we're not going to learn it on our devices. And everyone thinks, no matter, and this is what I've learned about being around kids is once they get that device, they think they, they know everything and they can't be taught anything. And as I get older, I'm learning that there's so much to learn about my ancestry, my spiritual self, and like even like my astral self and all this sort of stuff, but also really grounded things like, you know, those little twirly things that come off of maple trees, those yes. seeds. Yeah. Those are edible. Yeah. Those have are. all these vitamins in them. Okay. Yes, There's are. things that are all around me. Oh yeah. Okay. That if I had the and I don't have a cell phone anymore. It was it was 3G. They turned it off January 1st. I have no cell phone. Good so and I actually was able to um I have a new girlfriend and I was able to I was able to um get, meet a person through just a landline nice. I'll, call, I'll call you no no texting no no Aww. no like all this stuff it was you know like slightly challenging because it's new but like literally i'm living a full life and um i'm learning that without that phone there's so much to learn in the real world mm. okay like get out there and go camping and learn that all those things around you i mean I, I saw two bluebirds like kiss this morning. They weren't yeah. exchanging food. You know, I get out in the world myself and I go on these bike rides and I, I get yeah. going to nature and I'm grasping so much. And a lot of things I believe are lies. There's, mm-hmm. there's hidden knowledge in the world that we're not even told about. And if you just open your eyes, it's right before your eyes. And that's, I'm not going to get too deep into all that right now, but it's like, there's so much to learn. You know, there's, mushrooms to pick plants Mm. to learn how to grow what's resilient where you live and why and it's just like if you start to look up at the sky you learn so much i learned so much about um chemtrails for one but if you just open your eyes to the stars to the sun to to nature there's and and imagine if the lights do go out and we are needing to be resilient it's those that know how to identify these plants and i mean there's so many things that we don't know you guys and you're not just going to learn it by swiping on your facebook feed i mean you know that coriander that's likely in your kitchen do you know what that is i don't know if everyone knows coriander is the seed of a cilantro plant and so many people do not even know those two little things i didn't know potatoes grew potatoes and that's the whole my my whole little story when i go on podcasts i'm like I had a master's degree. I graduated top of my class. I didn't know potato group potatoes. I didn't know anything. I thought I knew everything. And now I'm slowly learning that I know nothing. And and that's the whole story. But yeah, no, it's so important to realize how much there is to learn out there through experience, through just getting out in the world and seeing it and living it, not through your device. Uh -uh. 
yeah you drive down the road and you see the little white tufts that are alongside the road these like big sticky uppy plants that are, have like white tufts some people call them queen anne's lace those mm. are wild carrots we have mm. so many wild carrots in our world that we will never go hungry if people yeah. would really know that like there's so miners much... lettuce you know that miners lettuce yeah we have yeah. that everywhere but nobody even knows what it is oh yeah it's awesome i make yeah. backyard salads i call it i can't mm. grow a garden to save my life but i learned how to forage because our creator mm. grows a much better garden than i could so i just learned how to forage in order yeah, to good. have the abundance but anyway um, I don't want to miss out on asking you about people sneezing all the time and allergies. And I have my own theory on this because I look up and I see day in and day out here in the Midwest, the tons of lines across the sky. And I don't think it's a coincidence that people have more allergies now than they ever had and that people are sneezing a lot more. Okay. So I wanted to hear your thoughts on this and then also why I didn't see it in Montana. Um, <laughs> why you didn't see Kim Charles in Montana? I did not for 10 days. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's, well, when were you in Montana? Just now? Just now, just a couple weeks ago, I was in Montana for 10 days. So I saw zero oh. geoengineering, but yet I live in the Midwest and I see it mm -hmm. virtually every day. So it's, it's May and they're probably just um, trying to dry up Montana right now. And mm. so they've probably got like a little bubble around Montana where they're like not letting moisture in and they don't need to do anything right now. It's probably under like a little maintenance time right now. Okay. They did. Montana does get it. Um, not, I mean, if you're not different areas, get it more than others. And that's very fascinating. Yeah. You know, why do different areas get it more than others? And that's a whole nother conversation. Um, well, we can go there. Um, I think there's different farmlands. There's different areas where they're worried about. So where I live, they're very worried about it. We get it really bad. And this, this is one area they want to control through, um, the frequency. They want to control the frequency spiritually. They want to control like the, um, outcome here. And it's also a farm community. They want to make sure that they're in control here, whatever that means. Um, and other things. So the pollen I believe acts as a vector for their little experiments. So this to, to the listeners, there's all these very just levels of listener right now. So mm -hmm. there's people that know exactly what I'm talking about and people that think that Kim Trails, maybe they're on the fence. If you're on the fence about what I'm talking about, please first watch Frankenskies. It right. starts off 1920s, goes through the historical chronological timeline of weather engineering and weather modification. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of experimenting for them to even sharpen their tools yeah. their tool belt their tool belt is still getting sharpened and it came out in the 20s if that makes sense okay so they're figuring out how to manipulate weather how to push this global warming narrative how to also control humanity in certain ways and that's a tough pill for a lot of people to swallow but they want to control humanity in certain ways, control the food supply in certain ways and all this sort of stuff. You know, at the end of the day, it's like a spiritual war, but to, to grasp it, let's just say like, you know, Monsanto is now bear is all like big pharma. They own the farmland. They, you know, it's like they want to make sure that we're not super spiritual freaking gangbusters. We need their products. We got to be buying their stuff, you know? Oh. 
for whatever reason, because everyone wants to know why, 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 how, why, why, why? Because my, my quick and easy answer is, yeah, they spray the chemtrails that sticks to the pollen that gets in the humans. Okay, it's easy. Okay, and it acts as a vector. Okay, because the pollen, if you look at it under a microscope, it's freaking like, um, it's all pokey. It looks like a little, spike you ball. seen it? Yeah, yeah, it's a little spike yeah. ball. And that little spike ball gets in people. Yeah. And so I've noticed it every single year, right where I live in Ashland, Oregon, right when all these things start to bloom and there's the cottonwood is all over the place. Yeah, you better believe they're spraying like crazy. Mm -hmm. And I think they know that all that pollen in the air acts as a vector. So they also know that smoke acts as a vector. And so there's a tropospheric aerosol program. It's a Department of Energy yeah, program. You read my mind. I was going to bring that up. So go yeah. for it. Yeah. So there's this document. It's like hidden in plain mm -hmm. sight. There's like the word chemtrails is not in there, contrails is not in there, geoengineers is not in there. But in 2001, right before 9-11, the biggest distraction ever, the Department of Energy came out with TAP, TAP, Tropospheric Aerosol Program. And uh, the document's easy to find if you just look up Tropospheric Aerosol Program, TAP, DOE, Department of Energy, PDF. And there it is. And it's on my website as well, actualactivists.com under chemtrails. And so in this very verbose document it's detailed a lot of this um research it's experiments and research and whenever there's like forest fires and stuff whether they're created or not by the powers that be they like to figure out how to lay on top of the smoke their stuff their aerosolized constituents um whether it be barium salts or aluminum oxide or radioactive strontium or whatever okay and if that's hard to believe watch Frankenskies because in the 70s they figured out how to aerosolize um, radioactive zinc cadmium sulfide and spray it over the projects in St. Louis, primarily children, and they monitored tens of thousands of children to see how many people would die from this zinc, radioactive zinc cadmium sulfide sprayed by the Air Force. So like they've figured out how to aerosolize things and then they, they've, they research different vectors because the deal with the chemtrails is it doesn't really, um, if it's like a dry day, for instance. So I lived in Sedona, Arizona, and the, those cobalt blue skies, it's a lot harder there to make the chemtrails stick. They got to spray like crazy because the skies are all dry and you don't have the moisture. When I lived in on the coast in Northern California, the fog comes in, they lay it on the fog, and that can act as a, as a vector as well. So it seems like they like to test on the human populace you know, and it's like, people are still like, probably like, why, why, why? I don't think that World War II is what we were told. I think that Operation Paperclip, when they brought over all these Nazis, they kind of like got in bed with the Nazis and really we didn't win World War II necessarily. And so this, the war's been ongoing, y'all. You know, it's just a different type of war. It's a quiet, covert war still. And, and we are, you know, going to rise as we see the truth and realize our spiritual destiny and how powerful we are and that's why we're under attack and all that sort of stuff but yeah they lay the controls out on different things to get them in in us so i think they know how to stick it on the pollen sorry long answer oh. <laughs> okay well that makes sense because i was more a lot more or less thinking when you look up aluminum toxicity or barium or strontium or the things i mean you probably know more about what's coming out of the skies 
but some of these things actually mimic the symptoms of like a cold or allergies or mm -hmm. flu-like symptoms. And so when this past winter, when everybody was so sick, like it wasn't even, you know, the virus, it was like people were just getting colds and colds and flus and colds and all these things. Uh, in, in the Midwest, at least, there was a lot of spray going on. And I'm like, I'm not sure anymore if this has to do with actually us just, you know, getting colds and flus, or if we're actually getting exposed to something that's creating these toxic symptoms. So that's why I wanted your feedback on that. Well, also all the phones are getting turned up at the same time too. And I, hope, I hate to be conspiracy Calvin or whatever, yeah, but, but the phones are getting turned up too. And I've seen it in my phone's bags. I've had to go on to number four. I'm on version 4.0. And this is like Matt buying a bunch of freaking phone bags and then working for time period, a time frame, and then customers being like, my iPhone is now ringing through the iPhones now and the other smartphones, but the iPhone started off this technology where the 5G signal is, is such a small bandwidth, it cannot go very far. So now they're utilizing Wi-Fi mm -hmm. to use, to do phone calls. Mm -hmm. And so the Wi-Fi phone calls were getting through my phone bags that were two layers of silver, one layer of copper. So then I had to come up with this um, soft copper. It's like denser, thicker copper. So now it's two layers of copper, one layer of silver, and now it's stopping everything. But the signal started getting super strong. And what is very interesting is it's coinciding with winters and different spikes in these different things and it's like i'm in this position where i'm literally everyone's so i'm in this position where literally there's spraying barium in the sky which they spray barium to prime the sky for a big heavy spray day so the barium are these rockets that are um, shorter trails that a lot of people call contrails mm -hmm. so the shorter trails and the medium trails are barium salts so they'll prime the sky with like barium and if it's going to be like a really crazy day the next day of spraying Sometimes the barium gets so cra crazy that people are like, oh, I can't breathe. And they're like, oh, I can't breathe because of the pollen. That's what they say. They're like, oh, I can't breathe because of the pollen. I'm like looking at this elaborate orchestra. I'm talking like I can point at 15 planes at any given moment. And they're like, oh, I can't breathe because of the pollen. And I'm like, are you allergic to pollen? They're like, not, not usually. And okay, so there's that. And I just have to bite my tongue sometimes. And I'm not saying don't speak your truth, but pick your battles is what I'm saying. Yeah. So then also I'm seeing my phone bags stop working and people are going, Oh, I got, I'm sick. All of a sudden they got a new iPhone. They're mm -hmm. sick all of a sudden. And the phone bags are getting penetrated. The phones are, they can't just all of a sudden turn the phones up to become 5g um, cell towers. Okay. Right. So it's this mesh system where each phone is now a repeater of the, all the signal. So your phone is going to take your whole neighborhood signal and push it on to the next phone or cell tower, wherever it can push it. Cause then it can only push it like 500 feet really. Cause the really strong signal is a small in size, the carrier wave. Um, it can, it, so to, to tell people really quick, there's carrier waves and they have a size and it's like a wave that literally you can measure in height. And mm -hmm. so a really tall one is like an AM wave and that's like a yeah. hundred feet tall. Mm -hmm. And those hundred feet tall waves, you can't get that many waves per second. 
So you can't get that much data in there, but you can get it to travel very far distances. So your AM, you can pick it up, but where's that AM tower? It's like someone, some mountain somewhere, right? But it can go far and it can go through things like houses and people because it's a hundred feet tall. And it's literally just like um, math and physics. It's very simple. So as the wave gets smaller, like FM waves, they can't go as far because they're only like 10 feet tall, but they can still go very far. Then Wi-Fi it's measured in centimeters and it oscillates, but it's like around a foot and a half. It's like 30 centimeters or something like that. And Wi-Fi, as you know, can not go through that much because it absorbs into bricks and things and it can only go like a block or whatever. And then 5G, it's measured in millimeters and it's, there's different, there's high band, low band, depends on your carrier and all this sort of stuff. The most powerful is Verizon and it's called high band and it also oscillates, but it's measured in millimeters. So it's around like two millimeters, we'll just say. Mm-hmm. The width of a penny is one and a half millimeters. So it's such a small carrier wave that it's absorbing into even leaves and bugs and people and things. It absorbs in your skin, you know? And therefore, it has to have every single thing possible pushing the wave around. So your phone now is pushing all of the wave that it can get onto the next device. It's new technology. And if that technology was just turned on all of a sudden, you would feel it and you would be getting sick. They have to slowly turn it up. Okay. Like it's not that diabolical that, or it is, but if you just think about it from the perspective of the engineers, they have to slowly turn it up to test their system and make sure that everyone doesn't get sick, you know, and people are getting sick, but slowly. And literally I've had to come out with four versions of my phone bag. When I came out with the version 2.0, the second version, I was like, oh, I fixed this problem. They turned it up. The 5G is here. No, they were going to turn it up again. I was going to have to incorporate copper. And now it's layers of this thick copper. And it's like, crazy to be in my shoes Mm. also i'm the chemtrail guy and i'm into all these other things health and you name it so it's very interesting for me to weigh these waters of watching people that are maybe wearing masks for three years also (laughs) you know it's like i definitely pick my battles and i know that we're in an empire of lies and a lot of us are resonating with the truth to what extent i hope 100 percent. yeah absolutely and just so people are aware anything that has published data behind it is not conspiracy. Okay. Cause so everything that he's talking about today has published data behind it, including the Franken skies documentary that you guys have to watch. This isn't conspiracy or hearsay. This is published data. So, and I'll link to that um, top of spheric aerosol um, program too, that you have on your website as well. Sure. Okay. Lastly, 15 minute cities. How brief can you tell us about this? Cause I know we definitely both wanted to touch on this. Thank you. And I appreciate you. And this has gone so well. And I love connecting with you. You're such a pure soul and a real person. Oh. And it's, it's few and far between, believe me, you, um, not that, not that I'm as jaded as I sound, but you're, you're the real deal. And you're born in 1980. Yeah. I remember in the last podcast, we're like, we're the same age, so we're cool. the same, we're the yeah. same genre. We did the same things growing up. So yeah. yeah I no, it. that's really rad. Yeah. I almost forgot. Yeah. We're both metal monkeys. <laughs> it's so cool. Right. What's your what date? Um, what month are you born? Uh, June 20th. Oh, uh, sweet. Yeah. Okay. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. So the plan agenda 2030, which leads to agenda 2050 which agenda 2050 is to fear people so much that they stay home 
and that they literally put on VR goggles and that out in the world goes their avatar, which is like a maybe like a cyborg, maybe a clone type version of themselves, but it could be whatever they want it to be. It could be like um, the opposite sex or whatever it may be because they will be so afraid of the real world. And that's what Agenda 2050 is. And so Agenda 2030 is hoarding everyone into smart cities and creating in the United States this parcels of land that you can't live on because these are no-go zones because they're so dangerous. So out of, for your own safety, you can't live there anymore. And it's happening where I live right here. I'm seeing it firsthand and there's fires and then there'll be fires a few years later. And then they'll say, look, you can't live in this zone anymore because it's fire prone. Mind you, barium salts and aluminum oxide are fire accelerants patented fire accelerants are being sprayed Mm -hmm. under the guise of oh we got to save you from geoengineering i mean from climate change which is geoengineering (laughs) so (laughs) then there's wind storms created on top of these fires whereas all the way back to the 20s we knew we could make rain and we could make rain on top of fires but the conversation not even had so there's fires and we say oh our hands are tied and then we point to the landowners and say you can't live there anymore so the the goal is to push people off their land there's this supposedly california is banning um gas generators and so people won't be able to live off grid and all that they by by 2030 the sale of gas generators will be outlawed it's like this is mainstream news and so these 15 minute cities are all under this same guise of being green, which green really is watermelon, I've learned, which is green on the outside, red on the inside, like communist, socialist red. And so climate change and global warming has been spun so hard where if anybody's having the conversation and not realizing that geoengineering is climate change and geoengineering chemtrails is global warming, okay? Mm -hmm. Every single hurricane every single crazy fire every single heat wave look at the freaking sky they're spraying chemtrails they're making it right in front of your eyes like this is the elephant in the room that everyone has to know so so like that conversation so then jumping forward to like we need to act on saving ourselves from global warming because it's our anthropogenic carbon emissions and whatnot which is a farce there's this whole system being set up, social credit system, um, which relies on AI, which is the opposite of human, you know, in natural world. And then the 15-minute cities are being set up as well in the United States, and they're being called low-traffic neighborhoods, LTNs, and they're saying that anything you do has to take 15 minutes or less, or you're making too much carbon, and therefore you're bad for the world because of the carbon emissions, and they're basically going to make it so people can't leave their little jurisdictions so at first because people are easily brainwashed they're saying well we'll give you like credits so that you can leave a certain amount of time per year and so people are like well i got like 20 credits and it's all good i don't i hardly even leave my 15 minute zone and then afterwards they'll say probably they'll say you can only go once a year or whatever and if you want to go really far already you have to come and like go in front of the tribunal and tell them why you want to go far because your carbon emission they're giving it a little like social credit score. 
you know? And then this is all like starting in the UK. This is why I'm going to go to London and participate in these protests and have it in my next movie. That's why the next movie is not done is because we're going to buck this thing. And so humanity will respond and we will uh, like say no to this and not let it come over here. But what they want to do and they're setting up barricades and mm -hmm. saying, if it takes more than 15 minutes, you have to ask us and apply for this. And so there's two cities outside of London where they're setting it up. And um, essentially, they want you to rat out your neighbor if they take a shower each day, because mm -hmm. that's bad for the green. Anything that's not green, you basically get in this snitch program and you rat out everyone. And through augmented reality and AI and cameras everywhere, it ends up like China, but China with a green, crazy green, weird twist, mm -hmm. which is like AI takeover. And it becomes very weird and dystopian when everything that you do is based on what they say is not okay, which is like, oh, you can't have a burger because that cow farted and methane released. Whereas <laughs> landfills release, did you know landfills release the off-gas methane and no one even talks about that? Yeah. But then they yeah. point the finger at the cows and they say the cows fart and they don't talk about the chemtrails over their head or anything like that. And now the cow farmers are getting like literally taxed and they have to have carbon offset, like this, this and that. And it's all under this, it's, it's all slippery slope green nonsense. And so where I live right now, I'll just give you one little example and then we can end the show. And this is very fascinating. So the Army Corps of Engineers came over here in the West where I live and they made reservoirs and dams and they created areas so that people could live here and have agriculture and stuff like that. So we have these huge reservoirs, huge dams and stuff like that so that in the flood season, the rivers aren't flooding. And in the summer when the rivers would be dried up, we have irrigation for our crops. So we rely on these systems. So now they're coming in and they're saying, no, we've got to rewild and regreen it. And the state's saying, what are you talking about? And the Biden administration's like, nope, green initiative. We have to do this. They're taking out hydrological dams. They're taking out reservoirs. And they're saying, no, we have to remove all this infrastructure to rewild, right? They're going to make it so that it's unlivable. And then, and then they're going to say, oh, you can't live there. They're also coming in and saying that we're in these zones that are fire prone. And therefore, we can't have trees that are six feet apart. We can't live near riparian zones, which is like all along the roadways and all this sort of stuff. They're coming up with all these weird laws saying people can't get homeowners insurance. They can't rebuild. They can't literally cannot live on certain parcels of land where they own because they want to push people into these 15 minute cities, dictate what they do, get everyone under this. It's, it's basically when I grew up outside of DC, we had this thing called PC politically correct. It's guilting people into this notion that being so PC over green and climate change is okay. That you can just narc and rat out everyone for everything they do always. And everyone has to be in this little bubble of 15 minutes. And if they leave, then because it, it relies on everyone being in charge of everyone else, like snitching mm. on everybody, you know, because the AI can't do it all. So it's it's very odd and slippery slope, but it relies on humanity turning on itself. And if we just embrace love, love for the win, show up with our sovereignty and our humanity and, and show people the light in the right way. For the chemtrails, you know what I do? I show people 
the beautiful blue fluffy sky days. I say, this is a beautiful blue day. There's no planes in the sky and there will be no planes in the sky today. Mark my words. Mm. And then people start to recognize that there's days where there's lines in the sky and there's days that there's not, but it's not in a fear-based place. Cause if you come up them shaming them, don't you know about this? They're poisoning you and your kids and blah, blah, blah. Look at those lines. <laughs> they just put you in a box and they don't want to hear it. But if you come at them with love in your own way, shape and form, you can open their hearts and everyone together can raise our collective hearts. And that's why we're here. Oh, wow. I love that. So going back to your powerful notion of like empowering ourselves and educating ourselves, I was just thinking while you were talking is like, a lot of people are going to think there's a lot that we're powerless over. Like there's so much going on. Where do I start? What do I do? I just feel powerless with all this modern tech world and toxic world. But like you said, we're very powerful and we need to focus on what we have power over, which is our health, our choices, um, being in nature, what we do with our bodies, spending time with those we love apart from devices, like that makes you powerful. And so we, we need to realize that we're not powerless, we're powerful. And that feeling of powerlessness, we can have power over and go, I'm not powerless. I'm going to stand in my power and do the best I can with what I have and make choices that benefit my family, myself, my community in ways that are easy and natural and like logical. You know, it doesn't take a lot to go stand in the sun and watch the sunrise in the morning. It's free, it's easy. And it's something you can do to mitigate your your health issues. So I I just wanted to touch on that because it's so important that we that we do take control of what we can control and then wash your hands of the rest, you know? So education is first, learning about your environment, learning about how you can protect yourself. So on that note, please tell them where they can find you because they need to educate themselves, number one, with the documentary. Number two, if they're concerned about, which they should be, about EMF and 5G, they need to protect themselves. So you have a way of doing that. And then, um, so yeah, go through the spiel of how they can connect with you and find you and then also benefit from what you're putting out there. Thanks so much. And yes, I really resonated with what you just said, because I used to always say knowledge is power, mm -hmm. but I realized that it is, but it's knowledge plus action. Mm. That's the equation because you take that into and apply it. And that's wisdom is applying your knowledge in the real world. Um, and that's the power. Like if you have the knowledge, but you're still treating your body poorly or whatever it may be, then you're not applying it. Mm -hmm. And so I've got a lot of health type stuff on my website, actualactivists.com. Yes. Um, I recommend, I have a podcast recommendation page. I have, I have a lot on there. I've got movie recommendations. Um, I've got sections you could get lost on. I've got a daily blog, truth blog yeah, thing. I've got a um, interact. I'm going to start making it more interactive because I realized that our social media gets very censored and this is going to become a slowly but surely a social media hub. And so I'm going to start posing questions weekly where people can engage and, and slowly I have a, a, a big dream for that page. So there's a lot of education there and please check it out. Um, actual activists com. Um, I'm even going to start selling stickers on there and stuff like that. So there's a shop and Frankenstein's DVDs on there for three bucks. <laughs> Check it out, please. And then as well, I have an EMF protection clothing line. That's at S P E R O, which is the Latin word for hope. Cause I strive to bring hope to the next generation and to people with this empowerment. Sparrow gear, 
um, Sparrow Gear on Instagram, sparrowgear.com, and then Franken Skies, um, F R A N K E N Skies.com. Um, Franken Skies, uh, if you just looked it up on the internet, you'd probably find it as well. It's all over the place, bit shooting stuff, but on the website, it connects you to Vimeo. And I used to have a beautiful YouTube channel, got pulled, but it's still all over there because people, it's, I'm so thankful that when I look up my name, that my presentations are out there that I've given on chemtrails, not just on my platforms because people have reposted and shared them up a lot. And Frankenskies is up there and it's in a lot of languages. So if you go to frankenskies.com, you can find it there in like four languages. And those are people just looking out, reaching out and wanting to help. And that's a beautiful thing too. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't seen it, it's very much worth your while, even if you have to watch it in segments, because I know um, 80 minutes, hour and 20 minutes is a lot for some people. But if you watch it, it goes through the whole timeline. And by the time the movie gets to the 1950s, it's self-evident that the weather must be engineered by now, because why would they perfect their skills and not utilize them? You know, Lyndon B. Johnson, right before JFK was killed, he says, control the weather control the world. world. And then he takes over as president and then it all goes hush hush. Of course, he started to utilize the research that they'd been implementing for decades, you know. So please look into that because it's very important, especially in the world that we live when everyone's scratching their head when the hurricanes and tornadoes and drought and floods and fires and all this stuff shows up. And please don't forget how amazing and powerful you are. You don't have to rely on coffee. You can go to the sauna. You can take a jog. You can get your energy back. If, if that's your thing, then do it. But I'm just saying that you can break all these little habits that you think are your vices and you can rise above it because the time is now. Oh. And thanks for listening. And, and thank you so much for um, hosting this conversation, Jodel, because like, there's not very many people like you or us, you know, that are have the open heart and open mind to be able to table a conversation that is not stifled by ego. And when you get up caught up in all that, you can't, you don't have that free flow. I've noticed that the more you can be yourself, the less you're walking on eggshells and the more you can really connect with your, your higher, your higher self and this like divine consciousness where it's only truth and light. And all that stuff, you know, fades away and you can't even like get lied to anymore on that vibration. So hope everyone can honor that. Oh, thank you for that. This has been my exquisite moment today. So I appreciate you. And I'm going to have you back because I, I literally, like I said last time, I think I could talk to you all day. So cool. you are my brother from another mother. So <laughs> thank you. all right. Bye for now. We will be back another time for sure because I really enjoy you. I want to assist you on your health journey. I want to unlock your potential and help you become the best version of yourself. If your sleep is off, if your stress eating is high, if your energy is low and your gut is irritated, I would love to help you repair, relax, rest, and reignite your passions for life. 
I offer nutrition therapy and lifestyle coaching worldwide via Zoom, FaceTime, or Google Meet, and I believe in your bio-individual needs. No two persons need the same protocol, so as a nutrition detective, I will ask you a slew of questions to get to the why of your health conditions and provide solutions, tips, recommendations to fit your unique needs and your lifestyle. So if you're ready to get fit with Jodell, just give me an email quickly. It's getfitwithjodell at gmail.com. You can find that in the link to the show notes. And let's get you on the path to feeling your most optimal self. So you're dealing with late night sugar cravings, are you? Well, you're not alone. A lot of people are. And it's because of all the blue light stimulation after the sun goes down. Did you know that blue light can actually make you crave carbs after the sun goes down due to the stress from releasing cortisol? It's telling your brain this is noon and yet we've already had a noon today. So release cortisol because we don't know why there's so much blue light now that the sun has gone down. So a really easy fix to help your body stave off those sugar cravings and feel more optimal is with blue light blocking glasses. Now I have the day blockers on to where when I'm on my computer during the day, I can block any excessive blue light that I don't need. The sun gives us the perfect amount of blue light, but sometimes our devices have excessive amounts and that can lead to chronic sleepless nights and it can lead to a little bit more cravings for sweets and carbohydrates than we're used to. Then after the sun goes down, I put on my amber or reddish orange colored blue light blocking glasses that tells my brain this is night. It's time to wind down, release melatonin, not have any cravings because we're getting close to bed. So just by getting your light right, you can actually get your cravings right. So I want you to go to Swanwick Sleep. The link is in the show notes and you're going to use my code FITFOR10. That's F-I-T-F-O-R, the number 10, and save 10% off your purchase purchase of blue light blocking glasses, either day or night, whatever it is that you need. But I highly recommend at least starting with the nighttime ones to end those sugar cravings or those little pesky, like I need to sneaky snack at night cravings. They also have incredible anti-blue light bulbs for your your home lights, as well as an anti-blue light nightlight. If you have children or you yourself like to have nightlights in the house, this doesn't emit any blue light. It's dimmable. It can be brighter or dimmer. Um, and it's wonderful to help children prevent myopia because if children are exposed to blue light after the sun goes down at a very young age they can start to develop the risk for myopia or nearsightedness and there's published studies that show this so make sure that you check out the link in the show notes and use my code fit for 10 to save yourself 10% off of either the glasses or the bulbs or the blue the blue anti-blue light um, night light or all of the above because in any world when we get our light right we're going to get our bodies right experiencing hair loss, hair thinning, hair shedding. What do all these have in common too? This is important to know. It could be your thyroid or even a gut dysbiosis where you aren't absorbing your minerals and your vitamins. So while you definitely need to address it from the inside first, and I'd love to help you with that too, as I specialize in thyroid issues, you can also start using a really great line of natural hair care products from a company that I love called Buffalo Gal. Now, while you always want to go to the gut first, 
first. You can definitely have these products on hand because these are formulated with ingredients that actually work from the scalp level. And with things like MSM and hyaluronic acid, you're going to get results using products uh, that actually have medicinal purposes in them at the topical level. So their MSM shampoo bar lathers so well when I use it and it gives me body and versatility in my hair because I could go straight, I could go curly, but it also gives me a really clean scalp. And their hyaluronic conditioning bar, it detangles my hair, which my hair is really long and really thick, so it gets really tangly. It keeps my curls in place. And I can't say enough about their sea salt hairspray. It comes in a glass bottle. Oh my gosh, like what company makes a glass bottle hairspray? And it also gives you that kind of beachy, tousled sea salt in your hair look, which I love. They only use ingredients that are 100% safe, all natural, organic, centering around their artisanal, multi-species grass-fed tallow. They use a lot of this buffalo and beef tallow in their products, and every single ingredient has a specific and important healing role in their formulation. So I love that, because while you definitely want to go at it from a gut level and a thyroid level, you also want to go at it topically with ingredients that actually do something in the scalp. So... You can get yours at the link provided in the show notes with Buffalo Gal Grassfed, and you're going to use my code Jodell, J-O-D-E-L-L-E, to get 15% off your purchase of their shampoo bar, their conditioning bar, the sea salt spray. They've got skincare, really great products that I know you're going to love and your body's definitely going to benefit from.